1: honor Orlando magic fans welcome back to the six-man show post game live presented by rock'em another nice night here uh, after the Orlando magic get another victory this time in Washington and oh my goodness you guys should see what is on my screen right now <laughs> things are breaking they're falling apart but we're glad you're here to the six-man show post game live first off Merry Christmas Merry belated Christmas to so anyone who got to celebrate that yesterday, and for Christmas this year, you guys got a victory. The Orlando Magic defeat the Washington Wizards 127-119 to 119, uh, in an interesting game. Uh, at one level, guys, I'm happy about the victory. At another level, it wasn't the Magic's best performance against a team that isn't that great. However, a win is a win is a win. And We'll take it. Chat, how are we doing tonight? I hope you guys are well. We're going to get to you guys in just a second, but first I got to tell you about Rock'em. Rock'em is the world's largest sock store, and they're the presenting sponsor of the Six Man Show Post Game Live all season long. It's a great company. They make socks, they make underwear, and they're a Central Florida company. They're located in Orlando, just down the road from the newly renamed Kia Center. It's a great company. They make great products, not just magic stuff, but NFL, uh, NHL, college, as well as uh, fun things from pop culture like Disney, Marvel, Harry Potter, you name it. They've got all kinds of fun stuff there. And when you shop at Rockham.com, please use the code MAGIC20. That'll get you 20% off uh, when you uh, shop there. And it also helps out the six-man show. Again, we're super pumped to be partnering with them all season long. And so, yeah, do us a favor. Shop at Rockham.com and use that code MAGIC20. Alright, chat. Good evening, everybody. Glad you guys are here. First off, we always got to start with the Super Chats, and we have one right away from Time Mr. TV, who says, hit the like button and always bet on Black. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, the uh, the Anthony Black um, doubters or skeptics will definitely be silenced tonight as Anthony Black goes off for his career best game by far. By every statistic, pretty much, it was his best night, especially offensively. Anthony Black was sensational, and we'll talk about him Uh, later on in the show. Michael has a question. Why is it Ty and not TV? So, Michael, uh, Ty, Mr. TV, has been a a viewer, a fan of the six-man show for a long time. We go way back. And Ty's name used to be Ty, Mr. TV, and now it's just Mr. TV. But anyway, so we we go way back. That's why I know his name is is Ty, Mr. TV. So, uh, let's see who else we got here. Jeremy says, give a B the game ball. That's our rook. Like I said, Anthony Black was... Sensational. Yeah, all everybody in chat talking about Anthony black Matthew Kennison says Wendell Carter junior frustrates me I keep seeing this guys. Okay, it's just too early. It's just too early for me to be be worrying about that like this is his what fourth game back After he was out for around about 20 games and let's not forget guys. He only played uh, Let's see it was the Utah game and he got hurt. So that was the fourth game of the season. I want to say fourth or fifth game so he he had a whole off season, only played you know four or five games and then was out for 20 games. So he has had zero chance to get any kind of rhythm, any kind of consistent reps. It's going to take a little bit of time for him to to shake the rust off. Now, it does that mean he's going to be back and be perfect when he when he's fully back to form? I don't know, but I I'm, I'm not quite at the point yet where I'm worried about Wendell Carter Jr. especially on a night like tonight. Uh, let's see here. Um uh, more Anthony Black is everywhere, man, in the whole chat. All we're talking about is Anthony Black, and for good reason. Thanks, Praises. Shout out to all the Magic fans who were watching AB Hoop during the summer, in the summer League and knew this was coming. Anthony Black, high basketball IQ, and now he's getting the shot to fall right now, at least for tonight, which was great. Luis Rosario says, now we need to show the league this week that the Magic are not going away this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, tomorrow is a huge opportunity for the Magic to do that, uh, obviously, the the Sixers would be a big win. No Joel Embiid, obviously, uh, maybe puts a little bit of an asterisk on that. If you haven't heard, he's not going to play tomorrow night. Uh, but yeah, definitely a, a big opportunity for the Magic. Not just obviously against the Sixers, but anytime you can sweep a back to back is a big deal. So we'll see if the Magic can do that uh, tomorrow. Chris D's says nothing against Markel, but AB is the future. It's a matter of when, not if. Play that freaking song first off, Chris. Thanks for listening, and absolutely, let's play the song. As far as Markel, AB, you know, obviously, AB's got a, a certainly he's a lot younger than Markel. So certainly is more of the future there. Uh, we'll see. We're still expecting Markel to be back, you know, anytime in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. Um, that'll be very interesting to see how Jamal Mosley and the staff handle Markel coming back, just like we've seen Wendell coming back and Goga still being able to play as well as Mo. That's That's been that's worked out really well. I mean, we can talk about that for a second. The fact that the three headed monster at center is is clicking pretty well right now. Obviously, again, just like we mentioned, Wendell's still coming back, but Mo and Goga both being able to play, both being able to be impactful over the last couple games, has been really cool to see. Didal, this is it, man. This is this is everything. He says, beating the teams you should be, even though it got a bit tight near the end, there, good stuff. Yeah. Like I mentioned at the very top, uh, not exactly the best performance for the Magic. You know, if if you ask me. We allowed the Wizards to do things that the Wizards shouldn't be doing, right? Like If you look at how this Wizard team has played all season long, um, there are certain things they're really not good at, and we let them uh, do some of those things that they're not good at. They did, did them really well tonight, obviously rebounding and being one of them. Uh, so you don't love to see that. However, a win is a win, and like you said, beating the teams you should beat, which the Magic have done a really, really good job of that for the most part this season, so credit to the Magic. Oh, let's see. Um, uh, Yeah, Ryan, this is kind of similar. He says, I think the Magic are taking it a bit easy at this game. Good thing if we can do that and still get the dub. You know, I I would say, I wouldn't say maybe taking it easy, but I thought they took a lot of possessions off, you know, like mentally. There were a lot of just mistakes. Turnovers were a real problem in this game, and a lot of them were just careless, rushed turnovers. Basically, I felt like the Magic... Um, played the wizard style of basketball as far as the the pace and just the franticness of it, if that's even a word, instead of the Magic dictating the style and the pace of play, which I believe they're good enough to do against a team like Washington. So they kind of played in the Wizards' hands tonight. And as, as a result, they had a lot of careless turnovers tonight. So Dizzy says, Powell and Franz are them. Yeah, Powell and Franz are great tonight. We're going to talk about their stats here in a little bit. Um. Oh my, what a, what a chat message here from Clement. He says, one more challenges today than the Pistons have won games this season. Woof. Oh my goodness. I guess it would be you won the same amount because the Magic won two challenges and the Pistons have won two games, which by the way, I was watching the very end of that game right before we went live here on the show. Um, yeah, disappointing. For I just feel bad for the Pistons fans. They were in this game against Brooklyn tonight. Again, I kind of had it on my phone while I was watching the Magic game, trying to see if they could break that streak, but sure enough, they could not. And they have now lost, I believe it's 27 in a row now, which is just crazy. Mess has Mo Bamba siding next game. Let's not forget, folks, Mo Bamba now plays for the Philadelphia 76ers and with Joel Embiid out. Could Mo Bamba make a, a return to the court in Orlando tomorrow? We'll see. And we're going to talk about this game later, folks, because um, old Patrick Beverly making his uh, trip to Orlando after some comments over the summer. So uh, stick around for that when we talk about that. Uh, let's see. We'll, well, I'm skipping ahead a little bit here because we got to talk about this game. Yeah, Dizzy says Detroit is just sad. Yeah, Time Mr. TV says moment of silent for the Pistons. Yeah, feel bad for them. Um, Michael Martin says, I'm glad Wendell is back. He stabilizes our guys out there. Yep, I, I, again, I'm not worried about Wendell. He still does a lot of things well, and, and I think he'll be okay. Man, said, did you all see up AB upset after they wrapped his elbow? I mean, yeah. Sometimes guys I mean, you saw at at the uh when he was standing on the not at the free throw line but uh, on the side of the free throw line ready to rebound, he took that wrap off, you know. I mean, guys, you know, NBA players are just creatures of habit and like when something's disrupting their flow or whatever and he's he's not going to keep it on there. Um <laughs> Times TV says we have a too much pr- talent problem what a great problem to have I'm telling you man it's, it's it's we this is the deepest magic team in I mean this team is probably this is definitely deeper than like the the euro Bros era like the the bench of this team is just so much better so um, it's pretty fun uh Chris D says after the miss after missing the last few post games because of the holidays it's nice to sit down with Kevin and some coffee and celebrate a magic w Chris I appreciate that. That's such a heartwarming thing to hear. Glad you're hanging out with us tonight and glad we get to enjoy another magic win with over a hundred of you magic maniacs here tonight on this boxing day, the day after Christmas. If you're just joining us for the first time, welcome to six man show. We're a really magic podcast. We put out shows every Monday and Thursday uh, and uh, we do these post game live shows after every single Orlando magic game. So glad you're here. If you're new, please uh, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button as well. Uh, glad you're here. I'm going to skip ahead all the way to the bottom of the chat here. <laughs> Michael Canty says, Bombafin and get a triple dub. <laughs> oh, man. Luis Rosario says, Goga got some jam hot chicken dunks tonight. Yeah, he had it several. Several tonight. Gogo was really, really good. Sleepy Light said, What did I miss? Hey, this is perfect timing because now is the time I'm going to talk about this game. So this game was an interesting one, guys. I've already kind of touched on it a little bit. I thought the Magic obviously got off to a really good start. They get out to a, I don't know what that lead was in that that first quarter before we let them come back into it. Nine, maybe seven. I don't know what it was. You get off to a great start. Um, That first quarter, Anthony Black, obviously his nights, his stats on the whole night were great, but that first quarter, he had 11 points. Jalen had nine in that first quarter, he hit three threes in the first but you let the Wizards back into it and you end up tied after the first quarter. Uh, and then the second quarter was a, a bit more of the same. Um, Anthony Black ended up with 17 at the end of the first half. But the issues tonight really were the turnovers. Turnovers were just unacceptable. Especially, you know, you end up with eight turnovers in the first half. Let me see what we ended up with for the whole game. Yeah, 16. Okay, so eight in the first, eight in the second half. Again, I just felt like this team was just playing at a frantic pace for most of the night which is very typical for what the Wizards like to do. That's how the Wizards play. And I I really was hoping that the Magic would come into this game and be able to assert their own style of play, their own pace of play, as opposed to falling victim to how the Wizards like to play. And that just didn't happen tonight. And so that led to a lot of turnovers, 16 on the night for the Magic, which which is just too many against a team like Washington. Again, I know Washington plays at this crazy pace. They like to get out and run when they force turnovers. Um, but I just I think the Magic are good enough to control a game a little bit better than they did tonight. Again, credit to the Magic; they won. And and the sign of a good team is you can win a lot of different ways. And the Magic found a way to win tonight. Um, just wish it was a little bit of different different. But you know, it is what it is. Not not a not a big thing. Not a, not a worry tonight. Uh, let's see. Man said, I swear I thought it was the Amway Center. I think you mean <clears throat> Kia Center with all those Magic fans at the closing interview with Franz. There were a ton of Magic fans there in the, uh, the visitor's corner down there, which is always fun to see. There's a lot of a lot of Magic fans up there in the DMV area, which is kind of cool. Some of them are big fans of the show as well. I know um, uh, some of our patrons as well, like Armin uh, is one of our long-standing patrons, lives... Uh, I don't know if he lives up there anymore. Anyway, he was there at, at the game tonight, so that was fun. Um, but anyway, yeah, it is the Kia Center now. Um, yeah, so rest of this game, obviously third quarter... <laughs> A bit of a mess. More turnovers there in the third quarter. The fourth, the first half of the fourth quarter, honestly, I thought was the magic best section of this game. Thought they played really well on both ends of the court until they didn't. <laughs> the second half of that fourth quarter was a bit of a mess. Uh, you let the Wizards back into it with an 11 0 run. Um, it ends up, I don't want to say dicey down the stretch. It wasn't ever truly in jeopardy. The magic kept them, you know, two possessions away for the entirety of the fourth quarter. But They did have some chances, you know, there was that three uh, that ended up being challenged and overturned uh, on the Anthony Black foul, which is a good call, by the way. Um, And then a couple other threes in there. And again, it got within six, I believe, is the closest uh, before some free throws put the game away. So, you know, a mixed bag tonight for this Magic team, I thought, Um, uh, but once again, the The end result is the one that's the most important, so you come out with a win tonight, uh, which is really, really cool. Let's take a look at some of the stats, um, because there's a lot of fun, fun stats in uh, (laughs) in this box score tonight. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes
0: to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data
1: Uh, really good in a lot of ways, but the one of the biggest ways is, is shooting. Why can't I do this? There we go. Oh, it's broken. NBA.com is broken. It's not letting me do anything. I can't click. I can't zoom. There we go. Okay. Franz Wagner, great night tonight, and especially shooting the basketball, his best night. And I believe, I, I wish I remember who I saw on Twitter. I apologize. I usually like to write this stuff down and I'll give credit where it's due, but someone made the note that uh, this is the first time that Paolo hit, um, I believe it was, two or more threes since December 8th. So it's been 18 days since, I'm sorry, I said Paolo, since Franz has hit two or more threes, 18 days since that. And so tonight he goes 10 of 17 from the field, two of four from three, six of eight from the free throw line, eight boards, nine assists, 28 points, a steal, a block, two turnovers. I mean, stat stuffing for Franz. I, you know the, you know the Wizards just hate seeing that guy. That dude has torched the Wizards so many times in his young NBA career. But yeah, again, Franz shooting 50% from three tonight was huge. It was big time, uh, especially considering the slump that he's been in. But yeah, Franz was great. And for the record, I do not like down the stretch when it was, I don't know, a minute and a half, minute 15 left in this game. The ISO possessions that we had back-to-back. One was Franz, one was Paolo. Franz ends up doing that straight away triple it's it's just not a good shot. It's not magic basketball. Is he capable of making it? Yes. Same thing with Powell. It's just is he capable of making it? Yes. He did make the shot. Just we we do that so often. I know that is the way of the NBA. The way of the NBA is down the stretch, you get your best player the ball and you let him go to work. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Again, it's it's hard because sometimes it works, right? Like Powell especially very good once he gets Beyond or past the three point line, especially into the paint, mid range, very good at that. I guess what I'm trying to say is the ISO Franz long triple rarely has succeeded so far in these situations. So I'd love for Franz to try to get you know to the rim, which you know he should be able to do pretty well, and he did pretty well tonight against the Wizards. Basically, anyone other than Daniel Gafford doesn't have a chance at. At rejecting or or really challenging franz at the rim so anyway i'm nitpicking at this point but we've seen that so many times in franz's now two and a third season career um, where it's it's the iso time down the stretch the long triple rarely works um but it's okay because he had a great night tonight. paolo also very good tonight 10 of 22 from the field Missed his only three-pointer. Obviously, free throws, not great. You want him to do better than four of eight from, from the line. But he added three boards, eight assists, a steal, a block, three turnovers. So here's the thing. Palo Franz, 24 points, by the way, for Palo. Palo Franz combined for five turnovers, eh. You'd like that to be maybe one, at least one less than that. Four turnovers for the two guys, I think, would be a, a okay number. Less would be better. But across the board, though, two blocks combined 2 steals combined 17 combined assists 11 combined rebounds 16 combined free throws. That's your duo right there and they were great. They were really really good. Um when you get numbers like that, we're going to be really hard to beat from those two guys. Windell, only 21 minutes tonight, 6 points, 2 of 3 from the field, did hit a triple tonight which was good to see, had four boards, two assists and a block. Excuse me as well. Jalen, a tale of one quarter versus three quarters. He was great in that first quarter. Nine points, like I mentioned earlier, went 305 from three in that first quarter. And then just kind of fell apart offensively, at least, after that. Ended up just going, um, let's see, it would have been, oh, he didn't make one after that. So he went 05 from three the rest of the way. Uh, But ended up with three boards, uh, an assist, three steals, and a block. The rest of the stat line is a very typical Jalen Stat line. And then, of course, we mentioned Anthony Black, career night for him. He was great. Man, what a great night for Anthony Black. How fun was that? 23 points for him on nine of 13 shooting, four of six from three. They kept leaving him open and he kept making them pay. He made his only free throw, six boards, uh, only one assist, which is interesting, but he had four steals as well sensational sensational from Anthony black before we look at the bench chat. Let's check in with you here. Let's see. Um... um, Mike A says first win at the Kia center tomorrow. I would love that. I think it's very possible. Obviously, this is a tough back-to-back and again, we're going to talk more about tomorrow's game later, but just mentioning the fact that it is a a tough back-to-back. You're going from, you know, the mid-Atlantic region of the United States and DC back down to Orlando. You got to play tomorrow And uh, Philly's been chilling in Orlando all day today. So, um, yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, Yeah, Gritz baby, no Joel Embiid tomorrow. That'll be big. Uh, Michael Martin said, somewhere I saw a mock trade to get Tyus Jones to Orlando. I wasn't with it at first. (laughs) Excuse me. Wasn't with it at first, but after seeing him tonight, I changed my mind. Tyus Jones would be a great, a great fit for the Magic. He's a very efficient three-point shooter. I believe this season he's around 40%. Last I saw when that trade, I remember seeing that same thing, Michael, over the weekend. And uh, Jonathan, Luke, myself, we were talking about that. I think it was Luke that brought it up. He's got a 5-to-1 assist to turnover ratio as well. An efficient player, you know, I think it would be a great fit, you know, in this Orlando team. I don't know what it would take to get someone like that, but I would not mind that at all. Uh, let's see, uh, man, start my all-stars here. He says, who are the other front court all-stars for the East? Well, it's gonna be tough guys. That's, that's, I, I know men saying our boys should be a shoe in. Ah, you gotta understand. This is the national, uh, NBA landscape we're talking about. Obviously in our own little world, we think Paolo's a guarantee and Franz maybe should get in as well, but the rest of the, the NBA world doesn't follow the magic like we do guys. And so, um, there's a lot of haters out there. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Michael Lynch checking in from Ireland, as always says, go magic. Thanks, Kevin. Hit that like button. You magic maniacs. Yes. Magic maniacs. Please do that. Which by the way, I, I still say like, if you are here right now at 9:56 PM Eastern time on the night after Christmas, watching a YouTube live stream, recapping a game against the Washington wizards. You are the definition of an Orlando magic maniac. And so you are our people. These are my kind of people here. So glad you guys are here. This is, this is a good time. Uh, let's see. Let's look at the rest of the box score here with the bench, Gary Harris. I'm surprised to see he played 19 minutes. I thought he was pretty almost invisible tonight. Uh, Goes one of two from three, one of one from three. Er, sorry, one of two from the field, one of one from three for three points tonight. Excuse me, man. Not a whole lot else. I haven't slept much this week. You couldn't tell. Uh, but let's see. Yeah, not a bad night for Gary. He's had some really bad nights lately, and so I'll, I'll take I'll take a quiet night versus a bad night. Uh, Mo Wagner uh, loves playing his former teams. Tonight, plays the Wizards again. Five of nine from the field for eleven points, five boards and an assist. Goga. Uh, sorry, let me skip it. All right. Actually, skipped ahead. Cole first. Cole had 11 points, four of 11 from the field, one of three from three, hit both of his free throws, three boards, four assists, a steal. An okay night for Cole. He was fine. He was okay. Uh, Caleb Houston didn't take a shot tonight. Surprising. He's been chucking up a lot of threes lately. Not necessarily a bad thing, but uh, none tonight. And then Goga. What a night for Goga. 10 points in 11 minutes. 4 of 5 from the field. 2 of 2 from the free throw line. Had 7 boards in 11 minutes. 3 assists. I mean, a stat stuffer. Crazy. Crazy good night from Goga. We got all the, uh, all the people overseas checking in here. Michael says it's 3 a.m. where he is. Diadolos, it's 4 a.m. Ryan, it's 10 a.m. here. Ryan, 10 a.m. You're 12 hours so i'm trying to guess where you are ryan let's see 12 hours that would be it's not australia right let's see is that like i guess it could i don't know if western australia is 10 12 hours i mean so maybe like i'm trying to remember if japan or eastern china is 12 hours you have to let me know you have to let me know ryan i'm curious where you are um Let's see. Yeah. Tom says 3 a.m. here in England, but don't want to be anywhere else after a magic W. Let's go, Tom. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. He says, Ryan says nearly there. Okay. So by nearly there, I'm assuming you're talking about the China and Japan guesses. So maybe DiDolo says guessing Philippines. Ah, Indonesia. Nice, Ryan. Indonesia. Man, you guys are crazy. We got all over the world sitting here watching the six man show post game. live. That's amazing. Magic fans are awesome. I did want to look at some of the Wizards box score really fast. Just cause it's interesting, right? Like Jordan Poole, 30 points tonight. Like that surprised me. I know he was chucking there at the end, but I didn't think he had 30. It's an, an, an efficient 30 as well. That's that's interesting. But Daniel Gafford was the one I wanted to talk about. 13 points, 13 rebounds, three blocks. Daniel Gafford was a monster tonight, man. He was so impressive. He was causing a lot of trouble. Um, for the magic. So yeah, let's take a look at, um, where did that go? There we go. Some of these team stats that I always like to look at this first. Well, first off, let's look at the quarters. Magic win every quarter except the fourth. So that's pretty good. But this one right here, guys, 70 points in the paint for the magic. That's crazy. You're, I mean, good luck losing when you score 70 points in the paint. That that'd be hard to do. Good job for the Magic tonight. Like I said, anyone except for Daniel Gafford had no chance defending the Magic in the paint tonight. So kudos to the Magic for taking advantage of that. Wizards did get 23 fast break points. Again, that's what they like to do. Magic had the, uh, the largest lead tonight of 17. Even bench points tonight, which is surprising. 35 for each team. That's rare for the Magic to be outscored by the bench, especially Washington's bench, which I think the Magic's bench is certainly better than them tonight, but they're certainly better than them. But tonight they were not. Uh, not, not their normal best, uh, 16 turnovers for the magic, but fortunately for them 21 for the wizards, which led the 31 points off turnovers for the magic. So credit to the magic for taking advantage of, um, of all those wizards turnovers. And then let's look at these team stats here. Um, magic shoot 52% from the field, 46% from three, a terrific shooting night for the magic. Again, part of that is wizards are just a terrible defensive team, but you'll take it. Another poor free-throw night, though. 68%, 17-25 from the free-throw line tonight. Not great. Again, you get out-rebounded by the Wizards, which I think Jeff Turner said that's only the second time that's happened this season, which is crazy. So rare for the Magic to... Especially against a team like that, it's just not a good rebounding team. Um, let's see. You get 30 assists on what was that? Uh, 49 field goals. That's, that's pretty good. 11 steals. Uh, we already talked about the turnovers, those fast break points, um, fouls, and all that good stuff. So, yeah, uh, interesting night tonight for the Magic. And so, uh, not a whole lot, again, I'm going to sit here and complain about. Just those couple things, but by and large, a win is a win. And again, like Dydallas mentioned and others have mentioned as well, you beat the teams you're supposed to beat, and so you'll take that every single time. Let's take a look at some other scores around the league. We already mentioned this one right here. Nets beat the Pistons. The Pistons have lost 27 points consecutive games oh i i don't even like the pistons like i like i don't hate the pistons but i don't have any kind of you know any kind of affinity to that like but i just feel bad for that fan base like can you imagine can you imagine i i I think more than anything i also feel bad for the people that cover the team because like i know sitting here as an Orlando Magic fan who does this post-game show after every single Orlando Magic game, I cannot, I cannot imagine sitting here. I love you guys. I love you guys. I love the Orlando Magic. But I don't know if I could handle sitting here and doing this show after 27 straight losses, doing this show 27 times after a loss. I don't know if my brain could handle that. I would probably have to take a break until they won because that has to just wear on you. Can't imagine. Can't imagine. Okay, I'm done talking about the Pistons for tonight. Other scores. How about this? The Thunder leading the Timberwolves right now. Timberwolves are insane right now, 22 and six, but the Thunder with a 17 point lead with just under 10 minutes to go. That's an interesting one. Grizzlies, Pelicans, and a close one. When we wrap up here in just a few minutes, I'm probably going to catch the end of that game because uh, that that's that's kind of fun now, especially with Jaw back. He's got 24 points. That's that's a good matchup. Bulls currently leading the Hawks as well. Another close one. So. Uh, interesting though that the Magic and the Pistons are the only two games that are final already tonight. But uh, let's take a look at the standings, see how this magic win uh, impacts things. Obviously, the Celtics are just on a roll, they beat the Lakers yesterday on Christmas Day. But that team's so good! So good. You got the Bucks, the Sixers, um, and the Magic. Obviously, like we said, tomorrow you get a chance to uh narrow down that Philadelphia 76ers lead, you could cut their. Uh, cut the lead to one game with a win tomorrow for the Magic, so we'll see how that goes. But the thing with the Magic, man, I mean, yeah, we've cooled off, okay? We had the uh, the nine-game win streak. That was great. We've cooled off since then, but we haven't totally fallen apart, okay? Yeah, we had the four-game losing streak, but we've responded now with two uh, consecutive wins here, you know, in Indy and tonight uh, in Washington, and so this team is just kind of settled back in, you know, which is great to see. Again, you're beating teams you should, but again, you're beating teams you should. So who's going to complain about that? Uh, last thing we'll talk about tonight, we've got to talk about tomorrow's game, guys. Tomorrow's a big one. Um, here's what I want to do. I want to come in here and take a look at. Um, I want to remind us what Patrick Beverly said about the Orlando Magic. I'm going to pull up the exact quote because I I don't want to. Um, I don't want to misrepresent anything or misquote anything. Uh, Because tomorrow night, Patrick Beverly, which, by the way, let's take a look at that. Because I want to see, I misspelled his name. I want to see what what he's doing this season before I talk about what tomorrow looks like. So this season, he is playing 17 minutes per game, 4.8 points per game. Uh, 2.8 rebounds, 2.2 assists, half a steal. Okay. Some of you are like, why am I talking? Why is Kevin sitting here talking about Patrick Beverly? Hold that thought. I'm going to answer that question for you. Shaw him with a super chat first, though. He says, guys, it's up to us to vote and hype our guys for all-star consideration. Yeah, do that right now as we're wrapping up this show. Right now, as I'm setting up the big game tomorrow against the Sixers, pull that out. Whether you're on your computer, on your mobile, whatever, vote for our guys. And in fact, you can vote for them right now. At 10 o'clock and i believe it resets at midnight so maybe you can vote again in two hours if you're still awake <laughs> but yes man thank you for that super er, um yeah, shahan sorry <laughs> i was reading man below you shahan thank you for the super chat i appreciate that and thanks for the reminder um as far as um patrick beverly okay this is why i'm talking about patrick beverly because back in september october ish is this article going to have a direct quote no it's not it just has the um oh here it is okay They were talking about the top 100 players. I think it was ESPN that came out with that ranking. And he found out that the Magic had both Paolo and Franz in there. And he made a really ignorant statement when he said, if you got two people in the top 100 on your team, the Orlando Magic, you should be winning games. If you have two people that are under the top 50, you should should make the bleeping playoffs. Why are you so bad? If everyone on the team is so nice, why are you so bad? And it's just it came out of total ignorance because those of us who follow the team understand that this team wasn't bad last season when we were injured and completely decimated with injuries in the first 25 games of the season we were bad we were five and 20 but when we were healthy we were above 500 but he wouldn't know that because he's uh, casual and it's also kind of funny because ties right exactly right here this is it we cut him you think he might follow the team a little bit closely because he was on the roster for a little bit. But uh, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see you tomorrow. I, I hope here's the here's the tough part about this kind of thing, because uh, magic fans, there's there's the magic maniacs like us who get it right. We understand things like this. We follow the team close enough to know when Patrick Beverly calls out the Orlando Magic for being a terrible team when he doesn't know what he's talking about. But a lot of magic fans, especially this time of year at Christmas, go to these games and they're casuals. OK, so tomorrow night. For the most part, unfortunately, I think it's going to be a rather tame environment. But if any of you are listening to this and are going to this game, please make some noise, the negative kind of noise, at Patrick Beverly tomorrow, okay? Like, do us a little favor, okay? Uh, Ty Mr. TV says, I need P5 to dunk on and send him to the Sharks. Let's go. That'd be fun. Thanks for that, Super Chat, Ty. I appreciate that, and that would be awesome. But yeah, my thoughts on tomorrow? It's tough because the, the Sixers are playing well, despite not having Embiid. They're playing well. Um, obviously, they lost on, uh, yesterday on Monday in Miami. Tyrese Maxey, as was mentioned on the, on, the, uh, on the broadcast tonight, had a terrible night yesterday. I think he shot like 5 of 20 or something like that. So he's due. I don't want to sit here and say it's a game the Magic should win because of the second night of a back-to-back. And Philadelphia is still good. However, this is not as much of a scheduled loss, what we call scheduled loss, as originally thought you know when you look at this schedule and you see oh you're playing philly on the second night of back-to-back when they have a day of rest you automatically think a loss but without Embiid, i think it's possible i think it's possible that this team can beat philadelphia tomorrow especially at home but we'll see we'll see right uh, it'll be a really good test for this team really good test for this team to see what they are made of so uh well that was fun uh anyway yeah i think it's gonna do it for us tonight guys Thank you all so much for tuning in. This has been really fun. A nice um, return to action after the Christmas break. Hope all of you had a wonderful Christmas. Again, we'll be right back at it tomorrow. Magic Sixers uh, tip-off is at uh, 7 p.m. tomorrow night, just like tonight. So that'll be a fun one. Um, I I really don't know what to expect. But regardless, win, loss, we'll be right here once that is done. Right back here on YouTube. So join us then. Until then, have a great uh, Wednesday, and let's go Magic.